The water is safe to drink. You know, if, if you go into a restaurant or your home for that matter, please feel comfortable in, in drinking water. Chlorine is a natural disinfectant. So whenever we use that for disinfection, it's just as safe as chloramine or safer. Please use our water system. It's a safe system. If there is an issue, please report it. Welcome to the City Manager Minute, the official podcast for the City of Beaumont. Due to the rampant misinformation and disinformation that's been circulating, we wanted to give the community an update on what's really been going on straight from the source with complete transparency and get out the correct information. Today, I'm joined again by our City Manager, Mr. Kenneth Williams. How are you doing today? Doing great, Paige. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. So let's get right into it. What is going on with Beaumont's Water? Well, a lot of things are going on with Beaumont Water, but the thing is, it's not because of our doing. We, we just happen to be into uh, drought of historic records, which is kind of creating the perfect storm for us here. here. You know, the drought right now is affecting about 76% of the state, uh, which impacts water capacity, our volume of water, then how much water we pump. And in doing that, the heat creates issues with our disinfection system. So that's causing problems with our chloramines in our water. So the heat dissipates the chloramine. So in order to make sure our water is uh, thoroughly chlorinated, we have to go to a system of using some chlorine uh, to basically give the chloramine some relief to disinfect it for a while. And then we go back to the chloramines for disinfection. So one, we have a disinfection issue due to nitrification from the heat from the drought. And then our system is just under tremendous strain uh, from pumping uh, tremendous volumes of water. More volumes of water than it's ever been pumped before in the city of uh, Beaumont is my understanding. So it's kind of a p- perfect storm in regards to water. So is it safe? I mean, I know we've gotten some concerns about how it smells, how it tastes and how it looks. Yes, our water is safe. Uh, that's one of the things we're making sure is happening. That's why we're going through this process of going uh, from chloramines to chlorine in, in order to uh, abate the nitrification of our system, which lessens the safety of our water. So it's safe. You know, sometimes there are some turbidity issues, which means the clarity of the water. Even though it's not clear, the water is still safe to take baths in, etc. Then we're using chlorine, too, as a uh, substitute disinfection for the chloramines, and chlorine is totally safe. Matter of fact, only one-fifth of the water systems in the country use chloramines for disinfection. Most of the other ones use chlorine. So chlorine is a natural disinfectant that's used in water systems to make sure they're safe. You know, our citizens are not accustomed to the smell of chlorine in the water. But uh, again, four-fifths, basically, of the systems in the country use chlorine as a disinfection. I see. And, you know, there are a ton of rumors flying around, you know, like it's causing people's skin to itch. Their dogs are getting sick. The soda tastes bad. You know, what would you, is there any merit to those? No, if if that's happening, it's not the water. Uh, the water, again, is totally safe to take baths in. It's totally safe to drink uh, or for other uses. So 
If that's happening, it's not due to water. And you said, you know, four fifths of the country implement these kinds of things. So it's really not an issue only in Beaumont. It has nothing to do with our old pipes or anything like that. Well, no, because as I mentioned, 76% of the state of Texas is under a drought condition. Beaumont just happens to be under an exceptional drought condition, which is the worst or highest level of drought that it can be. That's the worst drought condition on the scale of droughts. So, and we're going through that uh, right now. You know, other parts of the country, likewise, are suffering through that, but the state of Texas is doing it. The governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, uh, has made a disaster declaration uh, on August 22nd that included Jefferson County uh, because of our drought. Droughts are very serious disaster situations. Uh, Here in Beaumont, we tend to think of the hurricane where there's excess water. But the exact Exact opposite of that is a drought, which basically not enough water, which can be just as devastating to a community, just as devastating to an economy. So we're going through a disaster, and I would want people to look at it as a disaster situation. And, you know, with the drought conditions, that does affect our infrastructure, you know, like water leaks, water pipes, water mains breaking, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. When when there's a drought, the dr- ground dries out, uh, basically. And when the ground, ground dries out, pipes tend to break. So you have what we have in our area, what's called gumbo clay. And when the, when the moisture comes out of that clay, it dries out, which makes the pipes move around and they break. And it's not just Beaumont, but it happens all over the state of, of Texas. You know, I spend a lot of time in the central Texas area, and that's just what happens during the drought. Luckily, some of the land over there is limestone-based, which lessens that appearance, but a lot of it's gumbo clay-like here. So whenever it it dries out, it breaks pipes, and it's just a natural occurrence during the drought. But that's not really contingent on, you know, older pipes or anything like that. It really doesn't have to do with how old Beaumont's pipes are. Well, age can impact it. It can impact it. If the, if the, we have a lot of old cast iron pipe here in the ground, which is not used much anymore. Uh, most of the pipe nowadays is plastic PVC pipe, which is, tends to be, has a little bit more elasticity. They able to move a bit during, during those ground movements. But, you know, again, it's, it's not so much the pipe. It's just the condition we're in. Mm-hmm. I see. I know you said that some of our pipes are pretty old. Why can't we just replace all the old pipes? Well, that's a good question. But basically, we have hundreds and miles of pipe in the ground. I mean, hundreds of miles of pipe in the ground. And it's just not feasible to go in and replace all of that piping throughout your system, uh, for sure. One, all of it doesn't need replacing. You know, the city's had a... uh, a program of pipe replacement and pipe bursting um, as we speak that's been going on for a couple of years. So the city has an active program to replace piping in the ground. But just due to the sheer amount of pipe that's in the ground, you can't replace it all and still operate your water system at the same time. So in regards to all of these issues and, you know, people are, are scared of drinking the water and utilizing the water, um, there have been 
you know, comments made about, I don't want to have to pay for water that I don't want to drink, stuff like that. Is the city doing anything to reimburse citizens? Well, first of all, you know, every house, every building is has a meter, water's meter. So if you don't use water, you don't pay for it. So if, if you're not pumping water to drink, you don't pay for it anyway. So you're, so you're not being billed for it. So basically, if you're not using it because you think it's not, you shouldn't be drinking it or something, you're not paying for it. So there's no, no reason not to pay for something you're not using. That makes total sense. So give me a few you know, bullet points on what currently is going on with the drought, right? We're in stage three. Yeah, we're in stage three, uh, which is a mandatory stage of, of the drought. It, it's a uh, severe stage for Beaumont uh, here. Uh, of course, there's uh, typical things that you're not to do. You have to water on your designated days and times, uh, depending upon your address, whether it's an odd or even address, uh, which you're for stage three. Uh, but this has become more severe, so we're doing some, some other things, too. We are uh, we have started to actively enforce uh, people who are violating the, the conservation uh, ordinance. We have our code enforcement people actively driving our neighborhoods. And uh, actually, at this point, we're giving warnings of, of violators who are violating the system. If the drought continues, and, and as, as of right now, it looks to continue for a while, we might get to the point where we have to issue tickets because otherwise, you know, you just can't have the capacity of water that you need to operate your city. So the the droughts moving along, uh, we'll continue to do education. We started a lot of education. We're sending a lot of information out through the media. Uh, your department is one that's doing a great job of that. Thank you. You know, through social media, through television, through newspaper. Uh, we're using all sources available to us to get out information. And we also do have a page on our website for drought updates. Um, we will link that in the description below for you guys to see real-time updates as they are put out. And like you were saying, it's not just Beaumont that's having the infrastructure problems, and it's not just Beaumont that's having the drought issues. You know, I read today that currently 105 cities in Texas are just in stage three drought right now. Yes, yes, it's a it's a catastrophic event. Um, I, I mentioned the governor declaring a disaster on drought, but he actually did the first phase of it back in July uh, in parts of Texas. Jefferson County uh, joined that on August 22nd, so there are some parts of the state that's even worse than we are. Is it just city leaks that are causing these water restriction issues? You know, why should I limit my usage if it's on the city's end? Well, basically, we just have, a, you have a finite amount of water to use. You know, water is not an unlimited resource. While we're very fortunate here in East Texas to have great amounts of, of water, there are limiting factors such as being able to store it, being able to pump it through your system, and your system being large enough to be able to do that. You know, we've pumped uh, 40, over 44 million gallons a day, 43 million gallons a day, uh, which is an, an exorbitant amount of water. You know, typically this time of the year, we're probably in the high 20s, 20 million gallons per day to around 30 million gallons per day. 
So this drought has really intensified that and it's put stresses, uh, stresses on our water system because at some point your pumps break if they're constantly running 24 hours a day or your pipes will break because the pressure's being on them. So basically we just need some rain. 100% agree with you there. My plants also agree with you. Um, so if citizens do see a water leak, what, what should they do? They should report it to 311. Um, our 311 system is doing a great job of recording and getting that information to our water and sewer department to repair those leaks. Uh, you can call City Hall if you have to, uh, any city uh, employee. We've uh, empowered city employees as, as they go about their normal uh, tasks during the day to look for water leaks. You know, if you they're driving down the road and it's an inspector or a police a department employee, et cetera, if they spot them there to report those leaks. So we are actively using all city employees, et cetera, to, um, to report those leaks. But we just ask for citizens to uh, report, but be patient because sometimes we get repetitive reports and the same leak is there. So if you see a leak and it has like a little blue stake beside it, I mean, it's been already reported. We just have such a large volume of them, of leaks that we haven't been able to get to them yet. So, uh, but we're remaining vigilant, getting them repaired. And also on the 311 app, you can also see where leaks have been previously reported. And like you were saying, the wooden stakes that are painted blue, all of those are great indicators that it's already on you guys' radar. It's already being looked into. It's already being assessed. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, take a look at that. But also, you know, we put on extra crews uh, to 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 work these water leaks. Uh, we've also hired private contractors. We've contacted the state of Texas looking for resources from that disaster declaration that we can use here in Beaumont to uh, to uh, be able to repair leaks and get, keep our system going 24 hours a day. So, you know, the big question, when will all of this be back to normal? Well, uh, getting back to normal will take a while again when it rains. Mm -hmm. uh, that's when we'll, we'll get back to normal. You know, we, the amount of rain we've had this year is way below what we normally get. But in the meantime, we will have to go back and uh, go back to our chloramine disinfection system on September the 12th, where we will go back and inject chloramines into our system. It's going to take a period of time uh, for that to take effect. So you will, there could be some odor in the system and possibly some cloudy water in the system from the 12th till about September 20th. But we're just getting the right, correct disinfection into the system. So we don't want you to, people to get alarmed. The water is safe to drink. You know, if, if you go into a restaurant, if you go into uh, your home for that matter, uh, please feel comfortable in, in drinking water. Chlorine is a natural disinfectant. So whenever we use that for disinfection, it's just as safe as chloramine or safer. So uh, a small chlorine smell, you know, I've lived other places, and that's what they use for disinfection. So uh, it's very safe. We, we have safe water. If there is a 
color issue reported, we can come out and, and, and uh, help with that, alleviate that, pump, pump lines, uh, flush lines, uh, excuse me, uh, to help solve that problem. But please use our water system. It's a safe system. And uh, if you, there is an issue, please report it. So when when leaks are reported, you know, is there any kind of prioritizing that's done, you know, major leaks versus minor leaks? And how how is that process? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Because of the sheer number of leaks, there's some that that has higher priority than others. You know, if a larger line, a 20 inch line or 12 inch line is leaking compared to a two inch line, we have to prioritize and get the larger leaks fixed first. Because that puts more water, keeps more water in our system, and it helps to keep our water tower and storage tanks filled. So you might see a leak and say, oh, the city didn't get to it or they're not doing it. It's on our list of things to do, but we have to get those larger leaks first uh, to make sure that the system can keep up and, and supply the water that's needed. You know, we want, you know, everybody... We're concerned about our water system. We want to make sure it's safe for everyone and it's safe. If it were not safe, uh, we would be the first to say so. We have stringent uh, criteria to follow by the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality. We have criteria to follow according to the Texas Water Development Board. We have criteria we have to follow according to the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. And that includes a lot of testing, a lot of testing for uh, bacteria, for unsafe water, for color issues, et cetera. And we are following that criteria and passing those tests. So um, just feel safe in knowing that we're very concerned and we're doing everything we can to make sure our system's safe. And to stay up to date with what's going on throughout this entire process, I absolutely encourage everybody to visit our website, beaumonttexas.gov. We put out regular updates and also on social media, you know, what to expect and what stage of the process we're in currently. We do this daily. Is there anything else you would like to add? Yes, we just ask uh, for the cooperation of, of everyone. You know, a drought is a serious situation. I, I can't say that enough. It's a disaster. The governor has made a disaster declaration due to this. So we ask everyone to follow our, our conservation and stages of water and make sure we don't waste water and make sure it's used for the intended uses of the conservation plan. Uh, we want everyone to know that it's we have a safe system. Feel, feel free, feel safe in using our system. If there's a concern, Please call 311 and report it and let us know so we can look at that and make sure we're, we're, we're doing what needs to be done with the system. But safety is our number one priority with the water system. And let me say, we won't do anything that would put people at risk for sure. So we're gonna, that's our number one priority. Two is to make sure we provide the capacity that we need, the volume that's needed for people to, to drink. Uh, for people for people to be able to take baths, et cetera. And then we need water for fire if, if a fire breaks out. So 
It's a priority for us. We're working hard. I commend all of our city employees for the hard work they've been doing over the last few weeks. It's been a breakneck process. We've had nine, ten water crews working. We had water crews working through the holiday, uh, Labor Day holiday. We've gone out and hired private contractors to do this. So city council has made this a priority. City administration has made this a priority. And just, I just want to assure all of uh, the people who are listening to this podcast that we're, we're um, stressing safety in mind and making sure that our citizens have a safe water system to drink and use. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Williams. Thank you, Paige. It's my pleasure as always. And thank you all for tuning in for this special episode. We hope this information was valuable and you got some of your questions answered. And please check our social media, check our website. We will link all of those in the description for you. If you want more information about this topic, please join us at our upcoming press conference about water. It will be Friday, September 8th at 10 a.m. at the Lakeside Center. And if you can't be there in person, we will also be live streaming it on our Facebook page. We'll see you next time.